Bam. All right. So this is the third episode of Totally Normal Politics. I'm your host, Nick Simpson, America's lover, here in the studio with... Vitaly, just another normal guy on another normal episode three. Yeah. So... Vitaly, we're this week we're talking about a little bit of local normality here. Yeah, so I figured uh, instead of following the everyday news that we've been doing the past two days, is uh, maybe take a deep dive into some uh, Florida stuff. Since Put on your flippers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for for those that aren't aware, we are recording this podcast from Florida. It we is do- October thirteenth, twenty twenty, and things may change by the time you've listened to this. Yes. But um, we are voting, obviously, for a president on November 3rd. But as every state across the country, we also have multiple different constitutional amendments on the ballot this time around. We're voting on a new Swisher flavor. (laughs) We're voting on if tomatoes really a vegetable or not. The rest of the country's decided, but in Florida, it's up in the air. I'm not sure yet. I'm part part of Team Vegetable, personally. Um, Yeah, this time around, also, Amendment 7... Uh, we're voting on whether or not we're going to give alligators citizenship right. and the right to vote. See, people don't understand that they're a tremendous voting bloc. Yes. And they yes. typically side with the Cuban Americans. But there's been an effort on behalf of the retirement communities up north because they're trying. Ever since Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, they started pouring the concrete for it. So there's been a movement to try to impugn on the swamplands. So the so the white people up north have been putting more money into the alligator communities to try to get some sweetheart deals, get them voting red. Yeah, yes. Not many people know this, but alligators do tend to lean Republican. Um, so. It throws people off, and it 538 hasn't figured out a way to account for it in their metrics yet. But anyway, <laughs> Nick, <laughs> we're going to try and focus on some of the real amendments being passed this time around, or voted on this time around. So um, I don't know how, mu- how much you've read about it, but um, so Amendment 1, the first amendment on the ballot, I actually got a little pissed off when I first read it when I got my sample ballot in the mail, because I was like, what the fuck is this? Why are we voting on something that's already law? You got one of those. Wait, you got one of those despicable sample ballots. Yeah, I got mail. a sample ballot in the mail. I Nick. thought, I thought the president was supposed to protect us from those. Um, he hasn't protected me from it. I thought that it was a despicable thing to try to harvest someone's ballot by sampling them. Like, what am I? What am I? Mini dinners at a grocery store? You're sampling me? Is that what's going on here? Like, oh, what, are you going to put a put a toothpick in me, Mr. President? And I mean, put- you, you got to have a mini dinner before you, you figure out what you want, like the real dinner. You're you going to put me on a plate and have me get served at Costco? Is that what's going on, Mr. <laughs> Mr. President? Anyway, Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Amendment 1. So um, I, I assume you'd already known that to vote in America, you have to be a citizen, correct? Yes, yes. This is um this amendment is a piece of political gamesmanship, is it not? Yes, in in two different ways, I would say. So, this amendment is basically going to change two words in the US con- in the sorry, the Florida Constitution, where it's going to change the wording from every citizen can vote to only a citizen can vote. Ooh. So, that's a <laughs> So the man, uh, the man behind this ballot initiative, uh, John uh, Loudon of the Florida Citizens Voters, he's uh, his argument for putting this on the ballot is he thinks that the radical left is 
slowly advocating for um, non-citizens to vote. He's calling it the newest civil right that the radical left is fighting for, is non-citizens voting. Yes, yes, we're mailing, we're mailing sample ballots to cats, dogs, dead people, and non-citizens. We're mailing, I heard that Obama was planning on mailing sample ballots to Kenya. Yes. Trying to get, I heard they're going to try to get some Kenyan votes in on this. They're going to stuff the ballot boxes. So I don't know if you know this, but, um, so... Only citizens can vote in America. Um, it's like that in every state. This is a nonsensical ballot initiative. So you're saying that if I walk up to the voter registry, like the one that we have at 105 East Monroe Street in Jacksonville, and I say, I'm trying to vote, they say, present your voter registration or your ID. And I'm like, I don't have one of those. And they say, I can't vote? Uh, yes, that's, that's exactly what they will say to you. <laughs> They're going to say, no. Nah. What's crazy is, uh, so you can't vote if you're not registered to vote, but you can't register to vote if you're not a citizen, making this whole initiative complete and total bullshit. Now, what if I'm not a citizen, but I've, for some reason, like, I, I've got a fake ID let's say okay let's say i'm an industrious illegal here and i've i i've never i've stolen an identity i have a fake social security taken off of a dead person the irs has had its budget slashed i'm trying to get into the mind of a criminal here so i take the uh, id off of a dead person who has no friends or family no one to look into this and no assets for the irs to look into to try to figure out why this social security number is doing anything and so I've decided that I'm also going to become politically active. Okay. <laughs> All that trouble for, for one vote, Nick? I've for stolen one an vote. identity, and I've also decided that I want to be a part of local issues. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a tiny bit of truth to what John Loudon has said, and that is that in a handful of cities across America, these cities have allowed non-citizens to vote but in school board elections. It's still completely and totally illegal to vote in federal elections or even for like governors or anything like that. But from the research I did, we've got, what is it? San Francisco and then a handful of small towns in Maryland and then Chicago started allowing non-citizens to vote for school councils uh, in 1989. But one would argue that that's something completely different because even if you're a non-citizen and your kid's going to a school, you know, you're paying property taxes that go to those schools. You're living in the community. Voting for a school board, I would say, is a slightly different thing than voting, I don't know, for the governor or the president, which is still a right only reserved for citizens. Okay, so I'm looking up here and... Uh all right, I'm seeing 19 people in Wilmington, North Carolina, illegally voted in 2016. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's an article from ICE.gov. So 19 people in a state of, what, this, like 10 million people? 19 people. Uh, they attempted, they voted in the 2016 election knowing that it was a criminal, it was a criminal act. Oh, my God. One of them. Okay, so we've got a Mexican, a Mexican, a Dominican Republic man, a Nigerian, someone from the Philippines, someone from Panama, someone from Grenada, someone from Guyana. That's funny that there's someone from Grenada and Guyana. That's like, 
the what are the odds? <laughs> so th- these are the and pe- a man? these are these are the nineteen people that voted illegally and, in North Carolina and Kaoru Sauls of Japan. Yes, and along with uh, someone from El Salvador, another Mexican, Italian, Haitian, Korean, Haitian, German, Rosemary Angelica Harris, you sixty-year-old vixen <laughs> from Germany. Deciding that enough is enough. <laughs> so how did how did these people vote? Like and Daniel Tuduś Nick? Daniel Tuduś Romanowski from Poland. Yes, all nineteen of these people were charged with fraud, misuse of visas, and unlawful voting. Yeah, they were hit with fines of up to six years in federal prison and fines of up to three hundred and fifty thousand dollars each. Okay, but the point is, uh, they were caught because they did something illegal. Which is being a non-citizen and voting. Yeah. So yes. this is this is a law that's already on the books, and now we're we're voting on it again by, on something that's already a law to change two words. Yeah. By posting this, you would you'd expect ICE. This also was posted two years ago. ICE is saying we caught all nineteen. <laughs> we caught all nineteen people doing this in North Carolina. <laughs> We looked it over. We looked it over twice, and <laughs> we caught all nineteen of them. Yeah, nineteen people. And and you know what? Ice to their credit, they caught them. And also to their credit, these people. Why would you do this? <laughs> why would you? This has to be. These guys get wedgies in prison, man. <laughs> these guys get fucking swirlies in the toilet. These are these are nerd. What did you do? Well, I just got. I was. <laughs> Wait, I, just, I, I felt the call to vote. I just <laughs> felt the call of democracy. That I mean, is that a crime or is that the most American thing you can? I think have? feeling the call of democracy is the most American thing you could do. So they they should have been given citizenship right there on the spot by ICE and allowed to go and revote. I would say. You know what Guadalupe Espinosa Pena should have said? She should have said, "You know what? The Declaration of Independence is a document of defiance." And the, that courtroom would have been, they would have swooned, they would have clapped. They would have said, absolutely, we cannot convict this woman. She is a patriot. Give her her green card. <laughs> exactly, Nick. <laughs> no, but <laughs> not even sure where we're at anymore, but who knows. When I was uh, looking into how this amendment got on the ballot, there's two different stories at play behind what this amendment's going for. The first kind of thing we got going on here is kind of just uh I think we call these a poison pill. Yeah. Cuz it's there to make it like a like Optimus Prime there's more to it than meets the eye cuz you think it's just about changing the words, but it's actually even with the amount of time that we've spent thinking about this bill, we're feeding in to what it wants from us, which is to be distracted. Exactly. There's a lot going on behind this bill. This is mental. <laughs> tap your tap your skulls, listeners, because this is some b- big brain thinking. So right off the bat, before I get into the secret super pack dark money aspect of this bill, we're just going to talk about basically it's it's kind of just to get people's xenophobia and false patriotism running. I'd say a couple uh, Florida journalists have written about it in that sense, where it's there to attract conservative anti-immigrant voters. Like when this bill was uh, when they were first getting the signatures to put this bill on the ballot for the 2020 election, you had, you know, you had hundreds of petition getters running around Florida just being like, hey, sign this bill to make sure that you can only be a citizen to vote. And they're like, what? 
there's immigrants voting. Oh shit. Like, yeah, like let's get it on that. If we got immigrants voting, we, we can't allow that. It's, it's like a, so for people who aren't aware, when you live in a ballot initiative state, which Florida happens to be, there's a handful of ballot initiative states. It's like Florida, California. I'm not sure. But it's basically, if you can get a threshold number, I believe it's typically like 10% of the median population of the area that you live in. So in Jacksonville, a city of 1 million, you need to get about a hundred thousand signatures. So I, I did some reading on this. So in Florida to get a ballot initiative on, um, put up. It's you have to get seven hundred sixty six thousand signatures that have to be verified by the supervisor of elections. And so they do that by putting bounties on those signatures. Yes. They say we will pay anywhere from 50 cents to five dollars a signature. And then you give a bunch of homeless people clipboards and you tell them armed with that knowledge, they stand in front of Walmart after Walmart after public library and they say, hey, there, sir, you registered to vote. And then they ask you to sign this petition. And they say, hey, man, you can sign it or not, but this is getting on the ballot because the money's already been paid to get these signatures. So we're all going to just harass people until we get this on the ballot. This is a money thing. If you have $10 million to get something on the ballot, you can. There's enough homeless people in Florida. You can do it. And they're not all homeless. Some of them are very, very... There are people who wait around for ballot initiative season. I used yeah. to know a guy who were. I used to guy who was like, yeah, yeah, ballot initiative season. He would wrangle up like dozens of people and get them to get signatures for him. <laughs> he would like start an office, like a signature gathering office. In the in the Daytona Beach News Journal, they kind of worded it in this way. They think of this as a cynical ballot bait, deceiving low information voters to lure them to the polls. Basically, just trying to get you know some racist conservatives who are terrified of immigrants voting. To the polls, it's an easy win right there, especially in the time I don't think we're it, living in. Which I don't think anyone's sitting out the polls this year, but as um, anyone who's read a newspaper or a book learns, scientists have recently proven that reading is hard, and <laughs> it gets people really bummed out and tired. And so when you're in the voting booth and you see all these things, all these boxes, all this rigmarole, and you just want to get back home to Some your, of those amendments are four, five sentences, Nick. Can that's you a lot. It? How Can many tweets it? is that? Whew. I don't know, what, three, four? Too many? You couldn't fly with that. And so I I understand, I sympathize with the voter who wants to get back to their their chef Boyardee. And it's like, I'm only going to look at the top one, maybe two ballot initiatives. And so if you are putting $10 million behind making sure that one of those top two ballot initiatives is an initiative that does nothing... You're effectively cutting the effectiveness of the lazy voter, which is the most common voter, in half. Am I, am I following here? I, I think so, Nick. I th- okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, it's a, it's a do-nothing amendment that's meant to stoke, I think, anti-immigrant sentiments in a certain voting bloc. Yeah. And that, that voting block is Cuban people who became citizens. Exactly. <laughs> they hate everyone outside of America, and they don't. They want to pull the ladder up behind them. For for those of you not familiar with Florida politics, half the state is uh, immigrant Cubans who have become extremely conservative and don't want another immigrant to ever ever 
come to America like they did again. Yeah, they took the 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 dalliances of Castro, came here, and then started to petition that we abolish the post office. So, you know, they're they're a block. They're a voting block like any other, and we have to respect them, like the furries, like the people that are in defeat. You know, they're all voting blocks. Nick, who do you think the furries are voting for this year? Joe Jorgensen. Absolutely. <laughs> He's the only one who's got it. That or Biden, you know, because yeah. everyone knows that Biden is I, I see an the, I otter. See, I see the furries as being, you know, very libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> they're not about many rules, I, I wouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, Nick, you mentioned... You kind of explained how ballots are put on where, you know, if you have $10 million to pay a bunch of people to go and get a bunch of signatures, then you stand a better chance of getting your ballot put up in an election. That's kind of the other aspect of this bill. There was another group, uh, Citizens for Choice. It was a political committee put together uh, two years ago trying to get a ballot initiative uh, put up this time around that would have broke apart the utility company monopolies that we have here in florida so for those of you not aware in florida wherever you live that is how you decide like who your energy provider is you don't get a choice in it if you live here in jacksonville jaa is your power provider if you live in daytona i think it's florida power and light it's just these power companies have certain monopolies on certain areas of the state now i have never to my knowledge, ever had choice in my utility provider. When I lived in West Virginia, it was like you can have a wood-burning stove, you can use propane if you want to install your own tank, or I, I, I actually think those are the options. But I, um, I've never had a choice, I don't think. So I don't think most people in America do do um from what i understand so alex Patton was the head of citizens for choice and he, i even want to say i believe i had a friend when i lived in maryland whose father built a windmill in his backyard and he like got in trouble for it somehow yeah basically in most of america <laughs> it's your power is run by utility company monopolies there's no it's essentially you know the power version of comcast and at&t because those are your only two choices for internet really so from what I from the reading I did, one of the states that I think does have almost like a free market utilities choice for its consumers is Texas. Now, I'm not 100% sure on that, so don't quote me on it. But when I was reading about Alex Patton, who is head of Citizens for a Choice, he was framing this ba uh, ballot initiative on Texas, where basically you'd get more choice in like who you choose for your utility, which is definitely not something that the powerful utility companies of Florida wanted. So that's where we kind of get into the, I guess the super PAC dark money aspect of this ballot initiative. So Alex Patton is claiming that this ballot initiative was put on there as a means to basically to push his ballot initiative out. So the group citizens voters, uh, basically raised $8.2 million in donations from unknown sources, not disclosed. There's no records. Obviously, it's put into a super PAC, so there's no records of this money. Um, we can't find it if we wanted to. So they raised 
$6.2 million in donations to start collecting signatures and get this put on there. Nick briefly mentioned how that works earlier. The, you know, there's a price per signature where 50 cents, a dollar. You just hire somebody and you're like, hey, for every signature you get, it's a dollar or whatever. We pay, not even weekly, we pay every three days. So, so yeah, so Alex Patton is claiming that basically the giant utilities bankrolled this amendment through citizen voters to drive up the price per signature to basically stop him from getting his ballot put on, uh, his initiative put on there that would break up the monopolies. We bought up all your homeless people. Yes. They're exactly. all working for Big Daddy, Big Daddy Loudon's bankrolling these hobos. So you're going to have to, whoa, you can't pay them a dollar a signature because I'm paying them five. They, it's like you got, they, it doesn't make sense for them to carry your big legal pad of paperwork around when it, they have to get five times as much work done for you to get the same amount of money for me. Yeah. You know, you're going to go with whoever's paying more per signature. Yeah. And you see, know, the smart homeless people carry them both and then they, you get then you're getting like six dollars a signature <laughs> but i don't know maybe they make you sign like a sheet like you can't work for this other group. no 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 all of the ballot <laughs> initiatives tend to be i i briefly did this when i lived in california oh yeah? Uh, yeah 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 yeah. it was fun it was actually very fun i was very good at it i would go to colleges and register people to vote and then just be like sign up all six of these (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna make those porn stars wear condoms by god (laughs) so there's big money in it yeah especially if you're a scumbag (laughs) (laughs) but like yeah so i mean obviously the examples you use nick and like it's you know so it's not far it's not like out of left field thinking that the utility companies have gotten together to drive up prices of ballot signatures to try and push out other people that they think well, are putting forward things that they don't like. Because your average person on the ground doesn't actually understand how much fucking democracy is in those ballot initiatives. They're, they seem like little things, but it's because if you can get the will of the people to actually like kumbaya that shit across the finish line, it you can do crazy stuff. Like last year in Flor- or at the 2018 primaries where Florida decided we're giving... We're giving prisoners their fucking rights back, man. Yeah. How are how is Tallahassee going to deal with a with a senator who is also a convicted murderer? As is clearly going to be the result of giving prisoners the right to vote. Obviously, back. because it, it it wasn't in the text or anything that we're obviously not giving the right back to murderers, just <laughs> nonviolent felons. Oh, it was only nonviolent. Yeah, it was nonviolent. Uh, is there someone out there that is afraid of the voting habits of murderers? Like, watch out. Those murderers might get one of theirs in office. <laughs> what well, you don't you don't want to. Uh, uh, OK, I can't say that. I was going to say you don't want to elect a rapist, but we've <laughs> we've done that so many times. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. I, I shouldn't. Have left it's, it. it's it's not funny, but it is the truth. Yes. Um, well, Nick, if I was, if say, if I was a murderer, all right, I would vote libertarian. I feel like that's the party that's really going to back me up as a murderer. The party that wants to abolish prison. Yeah. 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 That sounds like a good, but you're already out of prison. So what's in it for you? I never had to go to prison, Nick. I got got away with murder. Oh, you're a smart murderer. Yeah. You're one of the ones that... (laughs) 
That's well, I mean, we briefly talked about this the other day. You don't have to be too smart to be a murderer. What's the what's the what's the clearance rate in Duval County for solved murders? I okay. think fifteen percent. It's okay. It's sixty percent <laughs> of murders that are investigated are cleared, but only one out of ten human disappearances is investigated for murder. So we believe if you don't kill someone in front of a camera. If you're going to kill someone, you need to kill them in a place where it's fine for you to leave their body there. Yes, that's why you can't kill someone in like the, at the corner of First and Liberty, which is where one of the last murders happened. Don't kill someone there. You're going to get caught. But if you kill someone in anywhere in New Mexico, <laughs> anywhere in the Everglades, Anywhere a crocodile can eat them. It's like you probably will probably just get considered a missing person. They'll probably just uh, get thrown to out. be clear to our listeners, we are not advocating for smart murder. No. Um <laughs> please please be a please be a dumb murderer. This is so a dumb murder you, podcast. So you're caught. <laughs> if you're gonna kill someone, do it like Snoop Dogg. If you're gonna pop off, do it near a police station. <laughs> <laughs> You hear Snoop Dogg's part of that new uh, Drop It In The Box campaign? Oh, is he? Snoop Dogg came out. Snoop Dogg and Shaq. I kind of wanted to spend a second on this. All Snoop right. Dogg and Shaq came out this year. And they're like, we're voting for the first time. First time voters. Shaq has been an honor. They're both like 55. And they've never voted before? They've never been. They've both been rich for longer than they've been poor. And they've been utterly insulated from the effects of any of this because voting doesn't really affect people over the eight once you make over like 10 million dollars or so voting absolutely has like no negative effect on your life even it's when you're in that weird range of like 400,000 to 10 million then you get really whiny and complainy about it but Everyone who's making more than like they, they, they don't even they're they like they're angry about it, but they're not aware that they've actually like lost like, like Snoop Dogg. You only have two hundred million dollars, and he's like, oh shit! But he like doesn't know what that like fucking means. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't, none of it means any, like Shaquille O'Neal. You only have dude. Biden's trying to take forty percent of your money. How much will I have then? You'll only have like a hundred and seventy-six million, and it's like. Oh shit! Like what, is, <laughs> so what does that fucking mean to the guy in the generals commercials? Like it means nothing. It doesn't matter to these people. They just—it's about winning. It's not about the money. But yeah, Snoop Dogg is voting for the first time, and he's part of a campaign saying "drop it in the box" because that's a cool thing black guys say. They say, "Yo, pay, drop your weed, drop it in the box. Drop your money, drop it in the box. Drop your vote in the box." Joe is, Biden. Is there like a is there like a like a song like a jingle? Why not? You know what? Joe Biden, give Snoop Dogg a check and and fist bump him. Why don't you? That'll get you some points with the youth. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares at this point? Boy, homeboy's a thirteen percent chance to lose. Like, let's get wild. Start going for those fringe voters, man. Those people that are on the edge. The communists? I guess on the left, it'd be the communists. I want to see Joe Biden put lavender oil on his bald spots and charge his moon crystals. Does Joe Biden have bald spots? I think he... I, I, I can't recall right now because in my head, I just see white hair. But, like... He has a full head of white hair, does he not? <laughs> yeah. No, no, he's bald. He's bald on top. Joe Biden's been going bald since he was like going 30, 40 years old. I can't recall the last time I saw the top of Joe Biden's head. So. I looked up a bunch of pictures of him <laughs> as he was young. But getting back to this, I guess. Um, so so the, these bills are poison, 
poison. They're poison. They're trying to poison the youth. They're trying to poison the voters. They're trying to confuse people. This is millions of dollars for obfuscation, but $10 million is really like, Mike Bloomberg spent more than that trying to like, like trying to teach black kids sign language or some shit this year. It's like not, $10 million is not money. So what I was going to say earlier is um, to claim that the like utility companies here in Florida are using these kinds of tactics is not necessarily like a crazy thing to claim considering back in 2016 they did exactly the same thing so I don't know if you guys remember but back in two, uh, 2016 we voted on um, it was like a pro-solar uh, panel amendment where it was about if you were allowed to install solar panels yeah. and if you were allowed to, to like, like sell, that, sell energy, that energy yeah. back to the solar grid and the utility companies obviously did not want that to pass so they actually used the same tactic where they drove up the price per signature all the way to five dollars and 25 cents per signature i also remember with that bill that the wording of it it was like a weird double negative thing going on where I remember everyone was saying, do I vote yes or no? I, I want the solar panels. <laughs> I don't like the electric companies. Do I vote yes or no? And I remember the electric companies leaning in that it was like, you need to vote yes to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want this, you need to vote no. I do want this to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, w it was worded rather confusingly, um, which I actually think, so since 2016, I don't know if this is new, but I was reading, because so Alex Patton, head of Citizens for Choice, the guy trying to pass an amendment that would break apart the utility monopolies in Florida, so his ballot initiative wasn't put on, a, we're not voting on it this year, but we're not voting on it necessarily uh, for the fact that he didn't get enough petition gatherers, even though he's claiming that the utility companies are trying to push him out by jacking up the price per signature. Um, because since 2016, uh, the Florida Supreme Court now decides whether uh, amendments are worded too confusingly or not. And if it's worded weird, they won't put it up for a vote. If it's worded weird, <laughs> like worded weird. weird, can you imagine that? Like Florida Supreme Court, all people over seventy. <laughs> Is this worded weird? <laughs> I can, I can taste their lips. Ugh. Would strangely worded be better? They got, they got stuff in the corners <laughs> of their mouths. All of them, all nine of them. Oh, it's wor this is worded weird. It's weird words. It's weird. Yeah, gross. I don't know. It's just all around this amendment is, it's it's sketchy. I think it's sketchy. The, the and last that's thing, to say nothing of the fact that they changed the laws so that there's now only a 30-day verification period for signatures. Yes. So by cramming, by paying the five, like this is a this is a snowball of events. By paying the five twenty-five. For per signature to those hobos by buying up all the hobos and then by waiting until exactly 30 days out and then slamming them with all 700,000 signatures at once. They are forcing the ballot verification office to have people first exhaust the budget by working overtime. Exactly. And second, these guys can't be counting up the mouse. They're, they're up to their gills yeah. in these signatures. And they're like, everyone else is trying to get their signatures in, but there's no room. There's, you go to the office and it's bursting with signatures. You can't get one in edgewise. <laughs> 
exactly. And that's that's exactly what happened all across Florida. Every supervisor of elections office was fucking swamped. They were working weekends, overtime, trying to count all these signatures because they do only have 30 days to verify them. Classic Florida rat fuck. Against yeah. the will of the people by any means necessary. Yeah. But, Nick, so we've got a lot more to talk about. I'm just going to say one last thing on this one amendment that's been put on uh, put up for a vote this year so as i said earlier the group citizen voters they raised 8.2 million dollars to get this put uh put up for election this year um so they spent about two million dollars um getting it getting it put on there and then once it was on there usually most groups will you know spend the rest of the money trying to advertise to voters to make sure that they get 60% of the vote so it passes. They didn't do that. They disappeared. They spent $2 million and disappeared with $6 million. No one knows what happened. They haven't spent a single dollar since last year when it got approved by the Supreme Court to be, the Florida Supreme Court, to be put on uh, up for election this year. Do you think we'll ever get justice? Like, do you think that, because everyone right now knows that the IRS is weak it's disabled. It's got an arrow in its side. It's like, I'm the IRS. I'm here to audit your business. Do you think we're going to get the like revamping of our like financial services so that we can actually like stop the r- the rampant corruption that's going on where you can just because this have this happened all the way up to the top. This is what Steve Bannon got in trouble for. He's like, give me money. We're going to build the wall. And then they gave him all that money. And it's like. He took six hundred thousand of it out and gave it to his wife, and it's like Steve Bannon. You're I mean, a multi- he bought a yacht, or his friend bought a yacht. You're or a multimillionaire. You literally didn't even need to do that. And and if you had done it in any state that wasn't New York, they probably would have just let you. They, it's not even like they wouldn't have caught you. They would have let you get away with it. <laughs> they would have just not cared. No one cares anymore. It seems about this stuff. Steve Bannon, uh, if you're listening, if you want to do sketchy shit with your money. Florida, I think, is the perfect place for that. Yeah. Uh, they, they won't catch. They they will look the other way. They'll let you demolish a public landmark, take $22 million, and then tell people to be grateful for the grass that you left where it was. Hell, Ron DeSantis, Steve Bannon, will pay you $22 million plus 10% interest. It's <laughs> <laughs> of the Florida taxpayers' money. Uh, that's how we do things here in Florida. I don't know, man. I don't think there's ever going to be justice. <laughs> like, I, it's just there's so much fucking super pack dark money. I guess it's around. more like, so it's, like when justice comes, will Florida even exist anymore? Can Florida exist <laughs> with in the like Florida feels like it can only exist in the absence of, <laughs> of justice of the things that may like in this with puerto rico you know you're like well like when will the light come when will the people finally know what it like i don't know man Nick, i think you're onto something i think i think if we truly lived in a just country where you know the justice system did what it needed to do i think florida might vanish it would cease to exist there's there's no way for Florida to exist in a just world, I think. Right? They would go to Miami and they would just be like, oh, no. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Who, who let this get like this? <laughs> who? And go to Orlando and they're like, this is hardly even a city. This is like this is like a bunch of disparate ideas. <laughs> this is like a, 
a Ripley's Believe It or Not attached to an aquarium. Like, what is going on here? You've got a skyscraper between two highways. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so let me get this straight. So there's only 50 Panthers left, but you built a 10-lane highway through their ecosystem? Perfect. I, it's a grand idea, guys. You know, Florida was a lot of ideas that we never finished. We never, uh, we ne- never quite, it's just never quite came together. Um, so, I guess moving on. I guess we got to get past this yeah. amendment. Well, just re- yeah. Uh, so, if you guys are wondering, I am voting no on Amendment One. You want to vote no? You do want. <laughs> the- <laughs> uh, so, so vote no on Amendment One. Leave the wording the same. Or don't. Don't listen to us. We're fucking idiots. We're just normal idiots. Don't change. (laughs) No, wait. Wait a minute. Isn't the proper move to not even vote on this amendment? To not even like give it attention because it is there to distract you from the other amendments. Yeah, just skip it. Go on to amendment two immediately. But wait, then they might. Wait, I guess if it doesn't matter if they win or not. No, none of it matters because it's already law. There's it's no useless. riders. There's <laughs> nothing they're going to slip in at the last minute. I guess watchdog well, I mean, so would have. If, if I know. Tampa Bay Chronicle, if we get hurt by this, <laughs> it's on your head, man. Listen, if I've learned anything about the Florida state government, it's if we vote yes on this, they're going to slip in some like fine print that says, oh, only citizens that are above 21 and own property can vote. We're just, we're going to go back to 1790 here. Right. Also, <laughs> also restaurants can serve manatee now. <laughs> sure. And they're going to do that. And we're going to be like, who's even trying to eat manatee? And they're going to say, whatever you fucking pussies that's how everyone in florida is so there's more than one bell at this ball yeah. right yeah we've got six we're voting for this we've got summer. six ladies we're dancing six, with six statewide amendments obviously depending on what county you live in you probably have some local initiatives uh we won't get into that because uh i did not read up on every that's account. also way too specific yeah <laughs> no one wants to hear hyper local i think people barely want to hear this yeah well, uh, who knows? Most, Maybe, yeah, yeah. but I think we have some listeners in Florida. I hope we do. Most. <laughs> so, the next amendment. Oh, this isn't that bad. No, this I mean, is fun. Yeah, this is okay. Actually, I'm furious. So, this is an increase to the minimum wage. Yeah, we're gonna take it from eight fifty six, which is eight fifty six. You're making twenty grand, nineteen thousand, maybe. Mm, okay. And so they're going to try to raise it to 15 by 2026. What is this horse shit? What am I reading? What is this poison you have put in my eyes? So it's going to get raised. um, So in 2021, it'll get raised to $10. And it's going to get raised $1 each year after until 2026, where it'll reach 15. And then after that, it will increase with cost of living as it has prior. Oh, sure. It's and And is that... With standard cost of living increases resuming in 2027, that's hard-coded in there? Yeah. They can't just pluck that out? I mean, they'll probably find a way to. <sighs> they always do. No, this is bullshit. By the time this... You're going to get $15 an hour when Florida's underwater. This is way too long of a time scale, but whatever. Florida's always been at the forefront of shafting their employee base. 
I had to explain to so many people here that at will employment isn't a thing in some places. It's a thing in most places, but in some places, they can't just fire you. They got to tell you why. They got to like tell you that you did a bad job a few times. <laughs> yeah. You have, to, you have to keep paperwork of. You have to acknowledge that you reprimanded the employee. And then you also have to say that you're not firing him because you think he's a big lipped beast who listens to urban music. Florida, none of that. None of that. No, you get rid of him. You get you get rid of the guy who's more tan than you thought when he shows up for the job interview. And you say it's because his resume just didn't seem like it was bringing what you were looking for. It's uh, what you were looking for for the, the host job. I what I was looking the, for the waiter was, job. Man, it looks like my nephew, my cute little nephew. He's such a good boy. So I'm angry at this, but I guess this is progress. I guess progress never comes in the form that you want. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I'm not going to argue with anything on this because, yeah, fucking raise the wages on people that work in food service. Like, why not? be interesting to see who votes no on this. Cause I, do you want to know who? Every single Republican? I, I get the abolish the minimum wage people in a sense. Sort of. I guess. It's like, okay, if you could pay every homeless person two bucks an hour to pick up every cigarette butt on the block, we could maybe get rid of like litter and poverty. But you can't pay them that low because it's inhumane. So instead, they got to beg for two bucks an hour. And they make way more than two bucks an hour. But the theory is, I, I, but, but I also get that, like, yeah, if you're making two, I don't know. You're making two bucks an hour, it's more than zero. But I don't know if there's people making, I don't know, the people who are making no money are making more money than that. I mean, there should obviously, I think there should obviously be a minimum wage because you're always going to find, you know, sketchy business owners that take advantage of like the most downtrodden folks in society but as a as a entrepreneur should i not be allowed to take advantage of the most downtrodden folks in society um, if i started a lawn mowing business and i said and they were like how do you keep your costs down and i was like i only hire alcoholic homeless ex-cons so no one at this company makes more than 10 bucks an hour except for me nobody and they all work for me because they got nowhere else to go but those lawns are immaculate like <laughs> is that not a am i not employing people getting people off the streets and uh and I mean, are are you paying them enough to get off the streets? I, I don't know, and I don't care because <laughs> that's not because we have the minimum wage so that I don't have to think about that as an employer. I mean, that's what's well, that's the weird. I mean, Nick, you've got a point. I think I think if there's any country in the world where you know you want to be a businessman that treats his employees like trash and makes a ton of money, America, do it here in America. Yeah, because right? in China or Senegal, you can treat your employees like trash, but you probably won't make a ton of money doing it. <laughs> like, you can treat people like shit in Argentina, but it's like, you're not, I don't know, I don't know if Chick-fil-A's in Argentina are doing well. I've, I've heard every Chick-fil-A in Argentina has shut down recently. Really? Yeah, you deserve I, it. I'm talking out of my ass. I don't, I, are there Chick-fil-A's in Argentina? Right under that giant <laughs> Jesus statue in Brazil, there's a Chick-fil-A at the base, I heard. Uh, that'd be a perfect place for a Chick-fil-A, honestly. Chick-fil-A? That one's free. <laughs> I, I don't have much to say on this because I'm, I'm voting yes on it because, you know, fucking raise wages for people. Why not? 
Yeah, the issue is the fence posts jammed up our ass because the minimum wage either needs to be like 17 an hour or it needs to be gone. We need one or the other. We need rampant Hong Kong style republicanism or we need to acknowledge that as the richest country on earth, the lowest low you should be allowed to fall in America shouldn't be that low. And actually you can point at someone who's been living in the gutter for 10 years and say, I don't think it's building character anymore. I, I don't think it's uh, I don't think he's learning the lesson that you think the squalor is here to teach him. I think he's just gonna die like this unless you put a push mower in his hands and enable him somehow. And uh, you know, if we had if we had something akin not UBI, but you know, I'm a fan of like free healthcare, free college, free food. Like yeah. You know, all the vegetables that the U.S. government's already subsidizing, like the fact that we pay most corn farmers to fucking exist, you should just be able to walk into a Walmart, grab an ear of corn and take a bite, like not have to even fucking ask about it, not talk to anyone. It's like, listen, all this, all the corn in America is effectively tax paid for already. You shouldn't be, we shouldn't be paying for popcorn at the movie theaters. Should be your right as a citizen, because you paid for that popcorn already, and I mean that in the most literal sense. Like if you pay, if you <laughs> didn't get a tax rebate this year, you bought that popcorn, Val. They might not have, but you did. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's the problem with. I don't know. There's this there's this American mindset where it's like, no, you don't want to raise the minimum wage because you know minimum wage isn't supposed to be the job you work for your whole life you know you should realize that minimum wage that poverty sucks and i want to work my way out of poverty but that kind of ignores the fucking statistics yeah. that point to you know fucking 90 percent of people living in poverty won't rise out of poverty <laughs> like it's just this it doesn't happen man like what so i mean how, how are you it's Fuck it, man. I enjoy that we're <laughs> reaching the inevitable phase of the poor where it's like it's becoming less of an argument of sh what do you think about wealth distribution? And it's becoming more like, do you want to be one of the ones that resisted <laughs> or do you want to be one of the ones that acquiesced? Because this is happening. You can't stop this. If not now, 10 years, if you think the riots are bad now, I can't imagine what they'd be like 10 years from now when Jeff Bezos has a half trillion dollars personally, when, when there isn't, when there's only eight grocers across all, when every tomato in America is distributed amongst eight different grocers, it's either Kroger, Walmart, Whole Foods, Publix, or like th three other things. The rest of the tomatoes go to Domino's Pizza. <laughs> they buy the rest of it. After they buy Papa John's and after they buy the failing Pizza Hut. And they buy fucking Taco Bell just for good measure. Just to fucking really hammer home how fucked we are. I think you're being optimistic and thinking there would be like four grocery stores. I'm assuming a nation with one grocery store. No, right? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. Man. No, like, don't give me that. <laughs> I know America will always have two. No, th there'll be, there'll be there'll multiple. There'll be two for the illusion. There'll be multiple brands all underneath Walmart. Okay. It'll be like Walmart now owns Publix, Whole Foods, Kroger. <laughs> oh, my God. This is why we need the Warren. I mean, we need Elizabeth Warren in there. Yeah, so I, I just, I don't get, 
I don't get the argument for, I don't know, trying to do things that help people rise out of poverty. Like, there should be low regulations, but incredibly large safety nets where the, I see I see so many people with swollen feet just walking around where it's like, yeah, the country should just not allow people this many people with like gangrene and the bubonic plague. <laughs> like we should, shouldn't allow those around. Well, it's terrible dan- cases it's, of diabetes. It's and, dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like what you said. Like, if you think the riots are bad now, like, like let this shit keep happening for 10, 15 years. <laughs> like, let history be your lesson. Any any nation who's had a massive population of desperately poor, poverty-stricken people, like, to remind you that things didn't things didn't go well for a minute in those countries. They, they were violent revolutions in those nations. Not that I'm saying a violent revolution will happen in America. Please don't quote me on that. I'm just saying things don't go well when you don't let people rise from abysmal poverty to, like, a decent life. Well, that's the funny thing, too, about, like, the inequality situation right now is it's like the same with like the government corruption situation it's the same with like the money in politics situation and the ballot initiative situation i'm also getting into the third amendment now here where they're they want to open up the primaries to allow anyone to vote in any primary rather than the Republicans having to vote in the Republican primary and the Democrats having to vote in the Democratic primary. Yeah, so to explain this one a little more, this this one's a little confusing when you first look at it. So basically the idea is, so Florida right now has closed primary elections. So in the primary elections when you're electing your Democratic candidate or your Republican candidate, only a Republican registered voter can vote in the Republican primary. Only a Democratic registered voter can vote in the Democratic primary. And if you're registered as an independent, you can't vote in the primaries because you're not registered to any party. And so this is one of those laws that people are like, this is just a means of control and corruption and trying to like obfuscate and coerce the voters into control. And a lot of times you'll hear some think tank egghead be like, well, no, we actually did like 20 different studies and we figured out that this doesn't do the thing that you think it does. And you you want to always say to them, I, and I say this about like the minimum wage, I say this about so many things where it's like, at a certain point, shouldn't you just like give it to the voters anyway? Just like even if it's not going to affect anything, like just if they if enough people think that this is corrupt if more than 50 percent of the voting base like i know that when you put a speed bump in a neighborhood it doesn't statistically slow the traffic in that neighborhood down that much like i know that people tend to kids they put speed bumps up in areas where kids tend to get hit by cars a lot and yet kids still tend to get hit by cars in areas even if there's a speed bump there so the speed bump is just a gimme it's just well, yeah, like, I mean, you know how people drive around speed bumps. You basically go 50 until 10 feet before the speed bump, and you smash on your brakes, just mm-hmm. go to the speed bump, and then you accelerate again. And then as soon as you get over that speed bump, <laughs> yeah, it's pedal to the floor. I'm sorry I killed your baby. But we build the speed bumps. We build them because at a certain point, you need the mothers to stop calling. You need the phone calls to stop. And so there's a lot of things like this in Florida where it's like just... 
why is this even there are people who oppose opening up the primaries and they have such cockamamie arguments about why it's like well no, no they're trying to just make it so that they can like swamp they want to be able to have like huge swings in the voters like lying about turnout and the Dems want their their dead registered ghosts to be able to all crowd out a Republican candidate and like and it, it, it all assumes a level of coordination that after after Trump, but I, especially after Obama, it's like, come on, guys. There's not enough. Co- we're not coordinated like that. After yeah. Bernie Sanders, it's like you're really going to say that, that anyone's got it together like that? Anyone's got a ground game that committed? No, it doesn't work that way. I think that's why conspiracy theorists like drive me nuts. I'm getting sidetracked because I'm about to. <laughs> but so, yeah. So Amendment 3. So I don't know. You've kind of actually made me think about it a little differently because I was I was actually going to vote no on this one. I don't know how I feel about it yet. So it's going to open up the primaries, but it's also going to change the rules of the general election a little bit. So in the primaries, it's basically the top two vote getters are the ones that are going to move on to the general election. So if the top two vote getters in the state are two Republicans or say two Democrats, just to be fair here, then in the in the primary election you will only have like say Republican one and Republican two running for governor. You now don't have a Democratic choice for governor. Okay. That's basically like that's kind of the rule. So the question is can Florida all right, so this is the th- this is the problem that you hit a lot of times in American democracy is it's like, are we trying to game the rules or are we trying to live within the rules as written? Because in theory, in my heart of hearts, I'm like, well, that's just if Florida wants to put nothing but Republicans up, that's their like they're allowed to do that. At the same time, I know that Florida gets statistically rat fucked more than any other state. And that by that, I mean, when I see any numbers in Florida, I don't believe them at all in a way that I I couldn't imagine this type of stuff happening in other states when it's like Florida. It's just like, no, I I I'm so worried about my ballot getting invalidated. Them saying, hey, um, where you lived when you registered to vote, you don't live there now. So even though you re-registered to vote. You um, you voted in the last primary at a different address than your current address, so we invalidate. I'm ready for that. Yeah. I've been waiting for them to hit me with some shit like that because I know Florida is the state for that. So in my heart of hearts, I'd say whatever Florida does to – I'd say open the primaries up all the time because if Florida gets a more democratic primary, if more people are allowed to get in there and vote and talk shit and say this candidate sucks or this candidate's good – whatever and if we get a bunch more republicans out of that that sucks but i mean not all republicans suck i think i think they do right now but not all of them always suck i think the intention the intention of this bill is is actually good like i think i think this bill is aiming to try and reform a broken democratic system okay so it's just i don't i think i think the system and the nation is just so broken and polarized. There was a sheriff recently here in the 2018 election. He was mailing out postcards and everyone was saying he was trying to ballot harvest. But what he was mailing out was postcards saying, hey, if you're an independent in Florida, 
in Jacksonville for this upcoming sheriff's department election. You need to register as a Republican if you want to vote for me in it, because if you're not an, a Republican, you can't vote for me as yeah. an independent. Because you can't. If you're an independent, you cannot vote in primary elections. And everyone was saying this cop was trying to ballot harvest and I would say and it was a, a, a rare instance where like no this guy's just like acknowledging that the system is broken here and he say, he was just saying like hey the election is happening basically so it's like get rid of this yeah get rid of this shit yeah. Let, vote yes on th- three Nick's voting yes I'm still undecided <laughs> okay Ken Bone Jeez. <laughs> and uh, amendment four this is like classic Florida Classic I, Florida. Ooh, Florida. same great taste. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. When Coming into this, this night's conversation, I, I kind of wanted to... Can I, um, can I give the, uh, the skinny on it? Can yeah, I give him the tweet? Give, give, him, give him the skinny. Amendment 4 in a tweet um, would require an amendment to be approved twice, getting 60% of the votes each time. So... I want to talk about Amendment 4 in the context of the Florida legislature's history of constantly evading the will of the voters. So, obviously, in Florida, we citizens, regular citizens, if they do the legwork, can get, you know, ballot initiatives up for vote that can amend the Florida Constitution. But the Florida legislature has always found ways to not do what the voters vote on. It's because those little pockets of democracy always burn the roof of their mouth. There is there is nothing more that the Florida state government hates than the will of the voters and democracy. Ooh. Anything you vote on, they will find a way to destroy it in some legalese so that they don't have to do what you guys wanted to do. The most recent example obviously being uh, giving the felons the right to vote again which as we stand so florida had 1.5 million felons who had lost their right to vote um as of right now just under 800,000 still haven't gotten their right back to vote because of unpaid fines related to like if you're a felon it's like Hey, you do 500 days in prison and then you also get a fine of like $2,200, but we deduct from that based on time served or sometimes. And which, which, on its, which on its surface sounds reasonable, don't get me wrong, but when you dig into what's actually happening on the ground, it is that most counties in Florida don't keep uh, very diligent paperwork and don't actually know how much some of these ex-felons owe the government. So if, say, you know, you're trying to get your right back to vote and you're a felon and you're, they're like, okay, well, how much, how much do I owe you? There have been large swaths of people trying to register to vote where the state's just like, uh, we don't know. I mean, you can't register to vote because you still owe us money, but we don't actually know how much money you owe us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if a lot of people are... A lot of people probably haven't been arrested, so they don't understand the weirdness of jail math. When you get arrested, a lot of times it'll work like this. I had a boy named Trey. He got arrested for stealing a turkey from a Vaughn's grocery store once. He shouldn't even be allowed to be arrested for stealing He food. was um, hit with... Um, he, he got hit with a battery charge because they said he threw his bike at the person, uh, the... Uh, 
person who was trying to stop him. Anyway, $1,200 fine. He, he goes to prison. He goes to jail. He spends two weeks in jail. In California, when you spend time in jail, and in Florida it works like this as well, you spend time in jail, each day in jail counts towards a dollar amount off of your fine until you get to see the judge. And so, for some people, they'll just stay in jail for two, three weeks, pay off the fine entirely with time served, and then get out. And so in Florida, you get, let's say you get arrested, you do some hard time and you get out and they, and it's like, oh, you had a $2,000 fine, but you're like, oh yeah, but I was held in jail in holding for a month and a half before I was put in there. And it's like, okay, so we're going to take you off at $50 a day towards your fine. It's like, yeah, but don't forget too, some of those days I was in like on the weekend, which counts as double days. And so it's like, oh, okay. And so when I'm getting out, you say it was 2000 but you got to deduct it. So how much do I owe? And at this point, this prisoner maybe owes somewhere between... 10 and a hundred dollars some piddly amount some absolutely would have been would be no trouble for them in the instant if you said give us 51 dollars give us 32 dollars give us 17 dollars and your fines are paid off but the problem is just as you are probably confused in the hokey math that i've been giving you of these calculations so too is the state are you kidding me people who are paid to keep track of this have I conveniently lost track of this shit for 800,000 people and so politically the state of florida is saying listen like we can't find records but also this this little add-on was it was added on after we'd already voted on it nowhere Nowhere on the amendment that we voted on was like it, it. We voted on like once you've done your time, like been in jail, done your probation, you're off, you can vote again. And then afterwards, you know, the Republican legislature was like, "Oh fuck, we think most of these felons are going to vote Democratic. We can't have 1.5 million extra Democratic voters. Let's figure out a way to not let them vote again." Right? They saw that democracy pocket coming out the microwave, and they were like, Ooh, I don't, my mouth's not ready. Florida will always find a way to disenfranchise voters. I mean, it's, so recently... It will until it doesn't. Yeah. In theory, when the bow, when it breaks, when the levees break, bro, they're going to break hard. I mean, as we said earlier, if Florida ever becomes a just place, it will cease to exist. It will go underwater. There will it'll like just Sodom and Gomorrah. It'll be driven into the sea. Florida won't be there. The Atlantic Ocean will just start will roll right into the Gulf of Mexico. For the listeners at home, I know Sodom and Gomorrah didn't fall into the sea. I read the Bible. You <laughs> fucking assholes. No, but so before we go back to Amendment uh, four, actually, uh, I wanted to mention one. There's been a lot of celebrities that have actually gotten involved in trying to pay these. Uh, these felons like court fines and fees that they still owe to Florida where you had actually, I think Michael Bloomberg getting together like $16 million. Oh, yeah. You LeBron Le- was doing LeBron it. Madonna. James, yeah. But funny. So funny thing is, so the, the Florida attorney general who is a Republican is now trying to find a way to file a lawsuit against Michael Bloomberg because they are claiming that he is paying people to vote. By okay. trying to put together basically a charity organization that will pay these people's fines so that they can get their voting rights back. She's claiming that he's basically paying people to vote Democratic. You know what sucks about this is that Michael Bloomberg is checked out enough that he won't retaliate. He'll just... because. 
I would say, like, go on and sue, like, the seventh richest man on the planet, you idiot. Then have your hubris and love of money be your own undoing as he comes at you with his team of $700 million lawyers. That is $701 million lawyers. (laughs) Not one $700 million lawyer, which would be terrifying, but no, $701 million lawyers that he has on retainer. Why stop at 700? I mean, he could afford 1400. <laughs> he could it's, He could he could afford 1400 14 million dollar <laughs> lawyers. And, I, I, and and it's like does this attorney general realize that the reason the state doesn't go after people storing their money in the Cayman Islands is cuz they think they'll lose? <laughs> like <laughs> The reason the state doesn't sue people that it's like the reason the state doesn't go after Apple for illegally storing their money in Ireland is because they know they'll lose because you lose against billionaires because that's the horrible system that you've built. Yeah. Like you worship money. You can't destroy the money you love with money. You created Michael Bloomberg. You gave him the power. (laughs) The Bloomberg terminal. You literally gave him the, the... you can't destroy the money with the money. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not I'm not going to side with billionaires very often, but yeah. he's he's doing a he's doing an He's trying to, to buy a way into heaven after assuring himself a ticket in hell. He's doing a decent thing and you know, as as attorney generals in Florida often do, like, you know, the right thing is not allowed. Not allowed here in Florida. <laughs> Like, God forbid that Florida becomes a just... The right thing's a losing sentiment. (laughs) Yeah. Florida Florida voters don't... So, Amendment 5. Amendment 4, sorry. Amendment 4. Oh, wait, we're still on 4. Amendment Amendment 5, where that's going to be some little tax legalese that we'll briefly go over. But, uh, yeah, Amendment 4... I know we got sidetracked, uh, listeners, but Amendment 4 was the one we were talking about where you have to pass something two elections in a row for it to become a new amendment. So this was the amendment that also had the weird dark money behind it. Dork money. Dork money. (laughs) So the, the group pushing this amendment is called Keep Our Constitution Clean. Don't trust anyone with a hopeful name. Yeah. Don't trust mothers against drunk driving. Don't trust... Fathers against spanking their kids. It's like those are definitely fathers who spank their kids. So the the argument by uh, the argument of keep our constitution clean is that Florida's constitution has just become filthy with the wishes of voters. Ooh. Just all these voters, you know, just you know, throwing on these new amendments and What's then wrong with a dirty form. constitution. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, there's, there's Florida's t- constitution's wearing cowboy boots. It's on the bar. <laughs> it's fucking wearing Daisy Dukes. It's like ah, it's like get down from there, you constitution. It's the filthiest constitution <laughs> in the country. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know they're arguing. It's just like it's like, they're like, haven't you guys just gotten tired of these these citizens voting on things they enjoy and it being passed and then us having to half hard kind of listen to it <laughs> florida's constitution do y'all serve water here do we serve water here no <laughs> florida's constitution you're crazy sorry i'm so sorry it's so fucking funny to me so as we discussed earlier it's it's getting increasingly difficult to even get amendments up for a vote since 
you're basically paying for every signature. So, I mean, when you want an amendment, you're, you're still talking and having to get like, what, $10 million put together. So it's already difficult. This would make things even more difficult because now you're talking about getting $20 million in two separate elections, possibly, which would make it, it would be difficult to imagine another amendment put forward by actual citizens and not by like a super PAC uh, or a super PAC backed corporation would you (laughs) (laughs) super backed super backed corporation (laughs) right it's it's ridiculous to ask someone like when people have gone through the tremendous democratic process of passing a ballot initiative to ask them to do it again it's like would you ask someone to go through divorce twice like divorcing the same woman twice like, yeah, I mean, I I guess you could imagine it that way. Imagine like a like a really messy divorce. Like you know, there's tons of assets you have to split up, tons of money spent, lawyers left and right. Like imagine imagine the like we the Florida just decided, hey, for a, a divorce to be like legal, you have to do it twice in two separate years. <laughs> I, I know you did it last year, and you spent a hundred thousand dollars on lawyers to split up your estate with your wife but you got to do it again this year for it to fully be legal hey you know it's funny i know i know it's your eighth year of medical school you just uh you just finally passed your anesthesiology exam but here's the thing pal you could have to (laughs) do it again (laughs) we need consistency in this industry We need to so. like. This is what they've been doing though. They, this is how they rat fucked Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico had a vote uh, to see if they would become a state, and they said yes. But the idiots on the opposition side, they said, "Don't show up for the election." They said, "Don't vote no. Don't show up." They uh, that was their plan. They said, "Don't say no. We don't want to be a state. Don't show up to become a state." And so. In a, in a this election, instead of having the usual like forty percent turnout, it had like twenty five percent voter turnout. But the twenty five percent that showed up said, "Yes, we want to become a state." So the state of Puerto Rico said, ah, "Not enough people voted," and it's like, "Hold up, hold up, Puerto Rico, that like twenty percent of idiots chose to stay home." And I'm not calling them idiots because they wanted to stay. I'm calling them idiots because they protested the vote by not voting. That's dumb. That's dumb no matter where you are. And so Puerto Rico actually... Coming straight from Nick Simpson, guys. If you're planning on sitting this election out, you are a fucking idiot. You really go in there and fuck it up. Go in there and write Harambe in if you want. But at least get in there and like realize what's at stake. Don't... Don't don't sit at home playing fucking Hades on Steam. You or- could be like John Bolton, who wrote a book on the treasonous acts of President Trump and then came out and said, while he's not voting for Trump, he's not voting for Biden either. He's going to write in the name of another Republican who is not even fucking running for president. Hey, a vote for not Trump is a vote for should be a vote for Biden. But if you're going to vote for not Trump, I'm fine with that. That's why the Joe Jorgensen people. I'm like, whatever, man. Live your life. Live your dream. So, hey, John Kasich, if you're out there, you might be getting one vote from John Bolton. <laughs> Do you even want John Bolton? <laughs> if John Bolton voted for me, I'd give it back. I'd be like, get, get this out of here, fucking weirdo. So, 
Well, I'm, I don't often hate on mustaches, but I, I, I hate John Bolton's mustache. So keep our constitution clean. They are backed by a better by a better Miami. So a better Miami is the only organization that we know that they have been able to track donated money. That's these sound like evil crime syndicates. Like it's like uh, I, I start a business called Completely Legit Business. So so just to give you guys like. Which was a working title for this podcast, (laughs) the completely legit podcast. (laughs) Just to give you some context. So um, this this amendment was backed by $10 million in donations. And the only donation we know of is the $150,000 transferred by a better Miami Dade. Mm. So there's a there's still basically $9.9 million that we don't know where it came from. Or what it's doing, but a better Miami does have extensive ties to um, an organization called Associated Industries of Florida, whose members include Walt Disney World, Florida Power and Light, and the U- U.S. Sugar Corporation. Mm. All, so all the, the all um, trifecta of children: you got the <laughs> um, you got the sugar, you got the toys, and you got the shock therapy. All right there. Yeah. So I mean, obviously. You know, when you, when you've got all these big players, you know it's a, it's a good amendment. Go ahead and if vote Dis- on it. If Disney puts money in it, it's evil. I learned that after I saw the after I learned that they were making a Mulan remake, I was like, "Oh, Disney is synonymous with Satan." Mickey Mouse's head is actually made of three sixes, if you will, all <laughs> overlapping each other. Okay, so U.S. Sugar Corp. is another one also where it's like, yeah, that makes it simple for me. This is evil. This yeah. is clearly, okay. You diabetic children? Sure, this is bad. This is not good. I mean, so my, my notes for Amendment 4, uh, as you can see. So no on 4? No on 4. It's, it, no, amendment 4 is fuck the voters corporate power till you die that's that's what you're voting on there. i don't want that <laughs> i'm gonna vote no on that yeah so we'll, we'll go ahead and a, a no on four guys if you're out there listening no on four please no on four no on four okay i mean unless unless you want florida even more controlled by corporations than it already is four is an unlucky number in japan anyway okay 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 that's it's easy answer then no on four guys and so we come to our fifth amendment. Now, this is the one that I was talking about that if there's an evil plot here, if there's like some dastardly thing occurring here in the mix, congrats to you. You have successfully obfuscated this one from my ability to tell what's going on. So this is this is so obviously this is on its surface just a regular tax cut for people that own a home, um, which I hate. <laughs> okay. Sort of. I hate anyone who owns two homes. But if you own one home, fine. I don't. I don't own a home, so sometimes this stuff gets. Yeah, I sleep under a bridge. (laughs) (laughs) So Amendment Five would basically give a person two years to transfer their save our home benefits, which is basically like a it's a homestead property tax exemption. So it gives you two years to save on taxes while you move to a new property while you're selling your last home. So just... Oh, fuck that. No. Fuck those people. They don't need that break. I don't need that break. Fuck them. No. Absolutely not. (laughs) So I've always... (laughs) So I don't know. Like, uh, 
I, I, I don't know where I sit on this because obviously I don't own a home or pay taxes on a home. Well, I do. This whole country's <laughs> fucked up. The only reason we have homeless people is because of the disproportionate weight that we try to use appealing to these fuckers who own homes. No one wants to tell someone that you can buy a house for 150 grand. You're not obligated to be able to sell it for 300 grand 10 years later. That's why we've got all these fucking bums living near all these abandoned buildings that can totally house them. This is evil. Fuck homeowners. <laughs> homeowners are the worst. They feel like everything in society needs to bend over backwards for them. Homeowners will look at their mortgage. When you're paying $800 a month in rent, a homeowner will look at their mortgage and be like, can you believe this is like $300? Like they, They'll say shit like that to you. They'll say that shit unironically, not realizing that the, the, the house that they got from their dead grandmother is a fucking gift. Fuck them. No, they don't get shit from me. They pay 50000 more for being able to sell their house and flip it. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not going to respond to anything you just said. I, I enjoyed your rant. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, Amendment 5 and Amendment 6 are both just home property tax discounts. I'm not against them. I'm not necessarily for them. I guess my argument against uh, property tax discounts is property taxes is how we fund schools in Florida. Fund them a different way. And so basically... Tax cigarettes So more. basically, <laughs> I mean, I can't remember the last election where there wasn't a tax break amendment on homes... So I feel like every time we vote, we're just giving, we're basically deciding to give less and less money to schools because the system is set up to only pay for schools through property taxes. And every year, Florida voters say, let's pay less property taxes. Look, it's disproportionately favoring the real estate market. More people become millionaires in America from being a real estate person than any other field. And it's not because the smartest people get into real estate. It's because even a person with no business acumen who can barely speak English can turn a profit from a shitty apartment complex because we bust our dicks trying to bend over backwards for people who own property. If you own property or land or a home, it's like the amount of concessions that they'll fucking make to you. Wisconsin just had to own up to giving $3 billion to Foxconn to build a factory that was never built. And it's like, why are you giving a $3 billion check to anyone, Wisconsin? Fuck property, t like all property laws, the landing, us spending $22 million on that getting boned, the people who own Wells Fargo trying to uh, get around repairing the elevators in that building by writing it off as a, ta like a tax liability because the basement flooded during Hurricane Irma, and now they're trying to sell the building for $40 million so they don't want to repair it, so the elevators in it are constantly break. Fuck property owners. All of them are shitty. Every elevator in Florida is broken. They're all bad. And it's all these people are allowed to be the worst business owner. You've got to be so smart to be a restaurateur and make money. You're allowed to be so stupid and make money as a property owner. Fuck that. Fuck these tax breaks. If you want to solve the homeless and stop this fucking crazy shit where the church buys up all the land downtown and then tells my friends 
boyfriend, you can't open a music studio because it doesn't vibe with what they want. All these people, every property owner in America can get fucked all the way from McDonald's down to Walmart, from Amazon asking for the deals for their headquarters in New York, Facebook asking for the deals for their headquarters in New York. Everyone who is willing to bend, who's taken in the ass to give property rights deals to anyone who's willing to build a warehouse in their shitty fuck, fuck all of them, all of them. There should be no property deals ever again in this country. I'm angry. I like it, Nick. I like it. Did we live in the? (laughs) That's why we have homeless people. If we stop doing this shit, we could just a house would be. You could buy a house for like 110 grand, like a house like this, a nice house, instead of like 300,000. And then homeless people could get in it with like six of their friends. And it would be shitty, but it wouldn't be as shitty as six of them sleeping in front of your library. But no one wants that because everyone wants to make money. Everyone needs, everyone's obligated to become a fucking millionaire off their house. That's what we learned in 08. Everyone's obligated to be able to sell their house for twice what they paid for it. Yeah. You're uh, you're going on to a little bit of a rant on. Uh, <laughs> I am. <laughs> so uh, I don't disagree with you, Nick. But uh, we these amendments are for people that own one home. We're not. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not <laughs> All right. We're not talking about Wells Fargo refusing to fix elevators because they're trying to get a property tax discount. We're talking about a person that owns one home, Nick. I don't care. It's still, though, no, property taxes are what's ruining this country. It's making it, it it's disproportionate. You're saying we should have more of them or less of them? I'm saying we should have zero property laws, like a property tax, like loophole laws, any of that. It should just be. It should just be just like there's a set property tax and that's it. You you should have to any number that's more than five digits long. You should have to round the last three to zeros. And there should be no hidden like when when you, when you buy anything that's over like a thousand dollars, it's got to be like that exact price. When you buy a house for a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, you've got to be able to tell them like, you you bring me. I, whatever it is, six hundred and twenty six thousand two hundred and fifty five dollar bills, and this house is yours. You know, it's got to be like that. They're they're fucking us, and all of these loopholes and confusion. All of this is just so the guys like you and me are confused, and then we gotta hire someone who works for H and R Block to tell us if we're getting fucked in the ass or not. Fuck all of this. No, Man, you're gonna pay him a lot of money to tell you that too. All of this, all of these complications, I'm against. Absolutely, all of them unilaterally, almost without even reading them. <laughs> to be clear, we did not read them. I, I, I will stress that if it is a property tax complication. I will vote against it on the grounds that I shouldn't have to read shit like that to feel like I'm getting boned or not. My <laughs> Obviously we are no experts here. We are two normal guys. Experts <laughs> are an assault on the poor. I could go on that all day. <laughs> Consulting fees, that's an assault on the poor. Anytime you need expert help from the from the woman who braids your hair to the person who tells you if your fucking fire sprinklers work or not. It's all bullshit meant to drive the the, the poor man out of the industry. My my only argument here um, is so it seems like we're constantly voting on new like property tax exemptions or ways to extend the benefits and discounts towards property taxes. 
Um, you know, I would love for Florida to be set up in a different system where uh, schools aren't funded by property taxes and we vote every year to decrease property. So I, this is going to get a little local here. But here in Duval County this time around, we're actually voting on a half cent sales tax increase to fund our dilapidated schools because they're literally falling apart and the school district has no money to fix them. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, well, would they have money if, I don't know, if we didn't lower property taxes constantly on every, every time we vote? Is, is that the issue? Is that what's happening? Like who knows? Like, right. I don't know. And so I'm looking at amendment six here and this is, this is a test of the principles right here. So this is about... I'd, if, I'd love for you to yell about this one. All right. So if you are a veteran and you, um, you get a property tax discount if you are a combat veteran who is disabled related to combat. So I had to install a wheelchair ramp at my house because my legs were blown off in Fallujah. I get a property tax discount. Does my wife get this property tax discount to, when I die? Yes. So this amendment, if, if you vote yes on it, it says, yes, the spouse of the veteran gets the discount. D it's, it, it's Does it stay with the house? Is she allowed to leave that house? Give me a combat vet. You can die at 35. There are, there are women, because when people see this, I bet a lot of people are like, oh, the wife of a vet. Oh, oh my God. It's probably like some seven, they think of like World War II, some like 80-year-old woman. I don't want some 80-year-old woman putting out on her ass. It's like, no, 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 no. This is, there are, there are people who are coming back from war. They're 35 years old. They marry a stripper and then they blow their brains out two years later. I've seen it happen. Tale as old as time, song as old as rhyme. So how long is she carrying that discount? Or how long is he carrying that discount? Does this work both ways? Can I marry a dude? I, I, think, uh, I think for... So currently the discount expires upon the veteran's death. So this bill would extend the discount to the surviving spouse. So the spouse would hold on to the discount until, I assume, he or she dies. Okay. Which... You know, by, uh, per Amendment 5, which is also up for a vote, you can transfer the tax discount to a new home when you move. So I guess this is for life. Mm, okay, so what this is proposing is that if you're, if you at any point are married to a combat vet, you get a homeowner's discount forever. Yes. All right. Principles are kicking in. No, absolutely not. No. You didn't fight for this country, first off. I'll say that. Unpopular opinion. I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> we're, we're Two. And listen, I'm sorry about the VA. I'm not going to make light of the state of veterans. I'm not going to say they deserve to have the bad treatment that they get at the VA. I go there. I see the lines. I see people sitting out there in the 90-degree weather waiting their turn to be told that they weren't approved for the hip surgery that they thought they were getting. I see. It's fucked up. But we pay those people a lot. 
The only people that I know who consistently retire before the age of 60 are cops and military personnel. I personally, as a country with the largest military budget in existence, don't think those people need to be skirting on paying back into the system that made them so fabulously wealthy. Absolutely not. 100% vote no, Prop 6, Amendment 6. Make those wives pay their fair share. They got rich off of our money. It's, go, it's our money going back into the system. Am I not convincing anyone on this? <laughs> Come on, guys. You don't got to leave me here. <laughs> Everyone's driving away. I'm out here. <laughs> I'm out here alone. I'm the only guy in the room brave enough to come down on military widows. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Nick Nick Simpson, only guy brave enough to hate on property owners and veterans. Hey, all, all in the same all in the same breath. Hey man, listen, I'm just saying I, no, he's not hating on you. He's just saying he's just saying gotta put no our property, money no property tax discounts. No property e tax everyone, discounts. Everyone has to pay it. Especially if your money comes from the US government. Especially if taxes are how you get paid, which as a military widow, yes, that's how. You're not allowed to use tax money to save tax money on tax money. Like, no, no, I, no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, this is, a, no, it's confusing. It just shouldn't be. Come on. I don't think I've ever heard it worded that way, but I like that. You can't you can't use tax money to save money on paying <laughs> tax money. It's yeah, I I don't I you know what sucks is I know I'm the only person who's going to have a problem with this one. Cuz I'm a fiscal conservative, which no one knows what that is anymore, but I don't care about emotions. I just care where the money's going cuz it's all going to add up one day. But well, aren't fiscal conservatives for tax cuts, Nick? No. <sighs> It's about getting that deficit down. And as yeah, long as we yeah. owe $15 trillion, that's a sort of Damocles hanging over America's head. And we're, there's some point where it's like, no, guys, you can't just keep pretending we can put this off. At some point, we got to get money from people to pay the, like, the bills. Like, we can't keep pushing this off. It's going to have weird effects. Like, we feel weirdly beholden to China and shit. There's like, it's having a lot of weird economic effects on us right now. And I don't like it. I don't like the uncertainty of it. I mean, I think you're right there. I that's that's something that's always confused me a little bit about the whole like fiscally conservative crowd is while they've always said, you know, we got to balance the budget. We can't keep spending this money we don't have. They have also always try and cut taxes to where you don't have you have less and less money coming in. So you can't even pay the bills like it, it doesn't like you can cut taxes once the bills paid. Like, go for it. Like, yeah, but until until that day and I, I used to think that they were good with money and were capable of doing all these fun and dynamic and crazy things. And don't get me wrong. I'm surprised Florida's managed to survive this long as a state with like no income tax, but also basically no educational system it's consistent. Like the Florida colleges, you know, they don't. All right. Florida yeah. colleges sustain themselves on money brought in from football. Yes. They're and basically the football teams that offer some classes on the side. The top 10% of kids from Florida colleges can absolutely hang everywhere else. But the rest of Florida colleges is like a... 
it's like a weird, uh, it's a weird shell game and financial fuckery to try to like any school that hires a lot of their student base in order to get around job placement numbers about what percentage of their students get jobs, which Florida does hard. FSCJ is all graduate. FSCJ's entire IT staff is IT students who graduated from FSCJ. <laughs> so they can say we have a 90% placement rate for students who graduate in our IT department. We're also opening a new IT branch <laughs> to build out our our satellite <laughs> offices. And yeah, it's it's a funny it's like, oh, well, this is a, that's one way to goose your numbers is you're constantly hiring your own students back into itself. But oh well, education here is weird. But these property taxes are what's doing the damage, man. It's, I, I, I don't want to hate on people who want to pay less property taxes because it's not a wrong thing to want, I think. I think what's wrong is the fact that the Florida educational system is dependent on property taxes, which has created such, it's created the disparities that you see between different schools in different neighborhoods all across Florida. There should be wildly different laws almost between if you're, own, if you're living in a house or if you're making money from a house. Like the laws should just almost be totally different because a lot of people's problem with property tax and i get it as a guy from west virginia i completely understand the idea of my grandfather built this house i should just have it and not pay anything forever like in the same way that like you can't take my dad's baseball that was signed by you know mark mcguire so i understand how some people are like how is it that i can build a house on a plot of land own it and then lose it because i fell behind on tax payment. and yeah and just like through to them it's not even i fell behind on tax payment for them it's like through fuckery you're saying that this thing that was mine is not mine and i understand for a lot of people it's like i wouldn't want to take it much further than that it does seem when i moved to florida and they said hey you have to have this level of car insurance and you need to get I, I had to pay a lot of fees when i moved here that just felt like bullshit and no explanation behind what they were helped me at all it didn't feel better to know that oh we got tags and title fees that are a little bit different down here it didn't help didn't help me at all it was just like oh you all are just fucking me and so i feel like if we could stop that from happening because those aren't the ho the hotel owners those aren't the people building parking garages fuck everyone who's ever built a parking garage if we could just tell that the people who live in i don't know quincy massachusetts or something you can keep you if you're if your house is appraised at like less than a half million dollars if we just like i don't know we got to get that money we need that money there's too much money to say you don't need to pay on it. But I do think we need to figure out if Biden could figure out some way to make people stop feeling. I don't think we're getting enough tax money from like the type of people who hate on the tax. It's like millionaires and people who have like nothing. And well, I feel the, like the thing, the problem in America is it's the people that have nothing that are paying the taxes because millionaires always find a fucking way to get out of paying shit. If we could just get throw a bone to the people and say, hey, man, you make under a half million year, you die. You're allowed to just give your house to your kid or some shit. If you own two houses, you get fucked in the ass. We tax you at like 70 <laughs> percent. You know, we hit you with a wealth tax. We hit you with an estate tax. We hit you with a death tax because fuck you. You don't. But I do think we got it because i've seen this in west virginia i saw this happen multiple times three exactly which is enough to say this is a problem people just being like my grandpappy built this house and now you're saying the bank owns it somehow and it's like 
it does seem like the bank's not going to get much from this house. They're just taking it to be assholes. It's just going to sit there. It's Yeah, it's just going to become a vacant lot like all the other ones here. Yeah. We should solve that one. That'd be a, anything like that'd be a simple bone because I feel like the numbers, especially now, you could really like fuck a corporate. You could say, well, "Hey Best Buy, hey Target, your your taxes just doubled. Who cares? No one cares. You're still gonna sell iPhones. You're still gonna sell MacBook Pros. We all know it." Like the back to school season in America is the most unstoppable. For, it's more unstoppable than a Category Five hurricane. Yeah, that's what I've never understood about the argument of like raising taxes on certain corporations or businesses like what are they going to do just up and leave america they're going to be like oh <laughs> shit tax went up by 10 percent. i guess i'm not going to sell computers <laughs> in georgia anymore like right. ah best buy is going to up and leave fucking <laughs> massachusetts because now that all of a sudden taxes went up 10 percent. so there's not a market for laptops in massachusetts anymore like fuck no they're not we're going to take the <laughs> iphone and we're going to go to we're going to go to Mexico, and it's like, good fucking luck. Good luck, Tim Apple. <laughs> take your take your fucking factories and go wherever the hell you want. Go some country where you're going to have clean water and security. You're going to raise our taxes by 10%? We will only sell laptops in Kentucky from now on where they didn't raise our taxes. It's like, Tim like, Apple, I dare you to go to India, China, Vietnam, just anywhere. Call him Tim Apple. Tim Apple. <laughs> Head of Apple, Tim Apple. <laughs> That's what Trump calls him. Is, is it? He calls him Tim Apple. It's the best. But it's like, anytime one of these countries like, where they raise taxes, we might not stay in the U.S. And it's like, what are you going to go to China and drink one glass of water? I dare you. I fucking dare you. Go to India. Pour yourself one glass of water. Drink it. And then tell me you're going to move your company from from fucking Mountain View, California, from one infinity loop. You're going to move them to fucking there. Are you kidding? A place with a, in, without plumbing? With, like, are you kidding me? This It's all so bullshit. It's Every Best Buy in America will shut down and reopen in China. You think we won't put all of our Panda Expresses in Dublin, Ireland because of the tax rate? You think we won't? <laughs> if you raise this tax too high, we'll put every Panda Express in Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> 55,000 Panda Expresses in Dublin. <laughs> like, it's like, no, whatever. Fucking jump. I dare you. I dare you. And that's a... <laughs> this would be in such an easy get. We should write in. We should write into the Dems and be like, guys... This is an easy one. Just give the poor, let poor people have their houses. Make it less than 500. If your house is worth less than 100 grand, we don't want it. The bank doesn't want it. We got 60. You've seen some of the houses around here that are worth like 40, 50 grand, right? Yeah. You don't want them. Like, yeah, it's... Did the bank's not doing that. There's a house next to mine that got burnt down. It's been burnt down for three years. And yet, they would happily kick someone out of there if they were living in there. It's like, come on. Come on. Oh, well. I guess this might be the end. Yeah. I don't know how long we've been talking, Nick. It's been 146. We always hit about the same mark. Yeah, before we kind of get a little tired. I'm not tired at all. <laughs> I'm getting fired up even. <laughs> I'm, you got me angry at the homeowners, man. I could wax poetic on how they, uh, they kind of ruined this country several times over. You homeowners have ruined things for so many people.
You just ruined just trying to clutch so desperately on to such an impermanent thing. I get it though. I guess the feeling of holding on to your house is the most powerful feeling in America. It's the American dream. That's why people have Confederate flags still. And they say it's about cornbread. <laughs> it's about cornbread and home. That's why the Civil War was fought, actually. It was a uh, it was over a cornbread recipe. I don't know if you right? know. That. Yeah. I am I don't know where we're at, but anyway, guys. So we went over a few amendments. Uh, we've come, Nick and I here have come to the conclusion, amendment one, that's going to be a solid no for us. Amendment two, that's going to be a solid yes. Absolutely yes. That's, yeah. Amendment three, uh, Nick's leaning yes, yes, I'm leaning I don't know, although Nick might have convinced me to go for a yes there. Uh, amendment four, the biggest fucking no you can pull out. Like, <laughs> unless you can pull one for amendments five and six as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just um, dig deep. Listen, if if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna think over amendments five and six, just rewind this podcast about thirty minutes to the beginning of Nick's rant on his hatred for homeowners, and uh, just listen. Mull over it a little. You're more. not wrong for caring about the widows. You're not wrong, and your heart's in the right place. But if you are tired of people asking you for spare change, or if you are tired of people flying signs on the highway, if you are tired of hearing someone say that they just need $3 for the bus, I implore you, those widows have tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank, and they wouldn't be in discussion if they didn't already own a home, they will be fine. But yeah, that's my that's my final statement on the matter. Hopefully we'll all be fine, Nick. Hopefully we'll all be fine. Dude, you know how much I would pay to fuck a dude that instantly gave me healthcare and college? <laughs> Do you know what I... And if you're listening to this, <laughs> you're trying to put a ring you know, on Nick, it. There's a, there's a chance that... Come January, uh, Donald Trump will be an eligible bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're looking, if you're looking to fuck, a, if you're looking to fuck a dude that, that can, can get me health care. <laughs> yeah. You know, I said I'd be of the blacks health care, Nick. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I meant I wanted to marry you. <laughs> I said I'd give them gay marriage and health care, and I promise the blacks. And you're my favorite black, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I promised you that I would do this <laughs> and get in my bed. Turn the light off. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. We'll All right catch you guys you. have a good night. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>